Welcome to Psychology Has It Backwards. This series will question the assumption that people are psychologically broken and need to be fixed. We will talk about how seeing people as innately healthy will change all of your interactions and outcomes. This is a true paradigm shift, and it simplifies the entire process of dealing with mental distress and allows for more profound and immediate changes. Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Psychology Has It Backwards. I'm Judy Sedgman talking to you from Bradenton, Florida, and I'm joined by my beautiful, wonderful, brilliant friend. Christine Heath. I had to think for a minute who you were talking about. <laughs> that, that invisible person that's not really here. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about how mental health is not something that people do for you or to you. Mental health is do it yourself. And uh, I think this is, comes as a surprise to many of our clients and the three principals who have been accustomed to entering therapeutic programs, either individually or in various types of groups or programs, thinking that, well, this will fix me. You know, I'll go sit there and they'll tell me what to do or they'll give me advice or they'll straighten me out. And that isn't... Uh, the reason why people are in therapy often for 25 years is because that doesn't work. No one can fix anybody else, but we all have fortunately built into ourselves uh, the self-correcting mechanism of innate health. And when I say it's self-correcting, I mean sincerely that any time a person comes to peace with something, comes to peace and quiets down and their mind gets quiet, and they wait for wisdom, it comes. It's guaranteed. It always happens. You will get the answer you need when you're ready to hear it. And um, that is how we fix ourselves, is we, we learn to be quiet. And now when you go into a three principles program or a three principles individual for counseling or mentoring or, or coaching, um, whatever you call it, you're not going to get somebody that tells you, uh, you know, this is what you should do. This is the answer to your problem or do these five things and you'll start feeling better. You're going to get somebody that keeps pointing you, pointing you, pointing you to the strength that you have inside yourself, to your own resiliency, to how to get back in touch with your innate mental well-being, to how to find joy and know and learn to love that experience, learn to experience it and, and cherish it and nurture it and not uh, give away your peace of mind. Uh, cheaply. And that is a totally, that is a complete reversal of the paradigms of most of psychology. You know, right now, psychology is about, okay, we got to deal with this problem. We got to deal with these thoughts that you've been struggling with. We've got to figure it out. We've got to frame it differently. We've got to work, you know, and you're, you're busy in your head using not your wisdom, but your intellect to try to solve problems that you don't know the answer to. And it's a very different uh, experience in what we're, what we're pointing to is that we, we really have it in us. If we, if we look, it's there. And, you know, it, it's interesting to me that we kind of know that there's something off, right? That's why you seek help. And so we think someone else is going to know what's wrong with us. Now, does that make sense, really? It's like, like reading a book on 
on this thing or the next. I mean, I, I have clients that come in there, read, they read every book in the world. I have no idea who they're talking about. They go, you know who this person is, right? Like I said, no, I don't, I don't know who that person is because I'm really not interested in um, other people's thinking about things. I mean, I'm interested in people's thinking about things, but in terms of myself and my own, my own change and growth. Right. So there like people currently there's the, the technique people too, you know, like they're looking, if I do this technique and I do it enough or I do it right, then I'm going to feel better. So we got the meditation piece. So I, you know, people call, I got up and I meditated and then I did my tapping and then I did this and then I did that. And I'm still miserable. Like, wouldn't that tell you that what you're doing is not the right thing to do? But no, because where somebody told them, this is what you got to do to feel better. So, okay, that worked for that person. I'll do that. And so they got people searching all over the world for somebody who is wiser than they are. So, you know, these guys in, in, in India and um, uh, Nepal and these places where they're exotic for the white people in, in Europe and the United States, and they're like, let me go searching for this thing that you have that I want. Well, you know, the thing is, is that whatever you want is in you. Whatever they have is in them. It's the same thing. You don't have to go across the world and listen to somebody else. You have to start listening to yourself and realize that you and them, that you're the same. But nobody's got your answers for you. No, I mean, people go to therapy for the same reason, right? Like if I go to this therapist, she's going to like, or he's going to, be able to tell me what's wrong with me so I can fix it and then I'll be happy. Uh, unfortunately, focusing on what's wrong with you and fixing it never provides happiness. Well, you can't fix it while you're focused on it either. So at the same level of understanding. So that's, you know, the second problem that comes up is that you spend your time, you know, talking about your problem more and more and going more into depth and, and understanding it better and having a better framework for it, how it fit into your life and how it affected this and how it affected that. And all it does is make the problem get bigger and bigger and bigger until it's kind of exploding in your mind. And then you think, well, I've been in therapy so long and I feel worse and worse. And it's funny because I was, when I was in the medical practice management business, I had, uh, well, Bill Pettit was one of my clients, but a, a different experience with several other psychiatrists that our company managed because I would go into their office to wait to see them, like if I had something they had to sign or something between clients, and I would wait till they had a break. And I'd be sitting in their waiting room and I'd be watching people go in and they were, you know, they were okay. They would walk in and they're coming out, they're Kleenex and their eyes are all swollen, they're crying. And oh, that was a great session. I really, really got to the problem. I really did. And they're, you know, checking out and telling the person at the front desk, oh, yeah, it's really helping me. And I'm thinking, no, it's not. You don't. You feel worse when you leave. And it's like if I went to a regular doctor with something wrong with me and I felt worse after he treated me, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> but somehow when we're working in the field of mental activity, we've got this idea that you have to really, you know, experience it out and suffer in order to get better. And that's that's just not. True. As Chris says, you have to live through things, but you don't have to suffer. Yeah, there's no therapist on the face of the earth that can fix you. Because believe me, if there was, I'd figure out a way to do it. And I'd be very rich. The world would be a different place. Absolutely. Me too. So there, there is absolutely no way 
that any therapist can fix you. But if you listen and you listen for your own wisdom, you can change yourself and evolve into the person you truly are. Because that's why you're coming, that's why you're, you're, you're looking for stuff, because you know that you're not you. Right? Something's wrong here. I got to change. I got to go to therapy. I got to practice this. I got to do this technique. Like just slow down and start to listen and start to listen to yourself. Like pay attention. Like when I first started learning the, about the principles, I paid attention to my thinking for the first time. I was like, geez, no wonder I get depressed. Look what I'm thinking about. It was like negative and judgmental. And it was like, oh my God, no wonder I feel like crap most of the time. Look at what I'm thinking about. Like it never occurred to me to do that. And I've been in therapy for seven years at the time. Well, and of course, it never does occur to us because thinking is, I remember George Mansky used to say, we're like a fish in water about our thinking. It's our environment. And so we don't even, we don't even pay attention. You know, yeah. it occur to us that thinking is a power that we have and that it matters what we think and it matters what, what we pay attention to when we're thinking. And then when you suddenly discover what your head is, it's like discovering that you've been keeping the garbage in the kitchen while you thought you were throwing it out, you know, it's kind of like, wait. <laughs> and, uh, and I had the same experience. I thought, my God, I spent half my day fixing mistakes that I made when I was in a low mood yesterday and getting all worked up about how we never seem to get cleaned up and get this going right. And then I make more mistakes because I'm so upset. <laughs> and it's the endless cycle of always fixing the past, you know, the immediate past, but it's still the past. And I realized that, you know, if I was in a calm and quiet state of mind every day, I wouldn't make these mistakes. They're all silly mistakes. They weren't that hard to fix, but it's time consuming. I'm doing double duty here. And when I realized that, it was like so freeing. It's like, it is my thinking. I am spending so much time getting worked up about the mistakes we made yesterday that I make more mistakes today. And all I have to do is quiet down and stop thinking about mistakes and what's going wrong and start thinking about what's a good thing to do. You know, what, what would be a, what would be a different way to look at this problem? How could I, you know, and I've, I spent time reflecting rather than correcting and it was really beautiful. I mean, it changed my whole life. And that was, and I wasn't even thinking of it as a mental health situation. It really was because when I was upset, that's now I see upset as not in good mental health. Back then I thought upset is what people do when they're busy. It's just normal. And, uh, and so, but, you know, I didn't think of myself as a person who needed mental health care and never sought a therapist or anything, but I was truly uh, astonished to discover how easily I was just filling my mind with meaningless garbage and then taking it to heart and doing things about it. And that none of it was helping me. None of it was helping me move forward. And that's why I always felt stuck and behind. And, you know, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. And it's so funny because when you see it, it's so clear, you know, it's like when you have an insight now, the funny part about it is it isn't that people hadn't told me something like that. Like you just got to live with your, some mistakes and move on and think fresh and, you know, all those good advice things that you get from people. But I didn't know how to do that. So I would say, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so I got, it's not that I never got any good advice from anybody, I said I never took it. 
you know, because it wasn't my insight. And the thing that you have to realize is that until you see it for yourself, it doesn't mean anything to you. And when you see it for yourself, you see it the way you need to see it. So it really helps you. And that's really what happens is that people see a piece of what we're talking about. Like they'll see like, okay, this way, if I look at it this way, it'll help people. And then because they don't get the principle of how it all works, they attach it to other stuff that makes it look like the outside world can change you. You know, because if it looks like the outside world is making you crazy, then, you know, from that supposition, there must be something in the outside world that'll fix you. But it's just part of the same illusion. So what happens is as good meaning therapists trying to help the world, they get an insight about something like meditation, for example, mindfulness, right? It's like people see that a quiet mind is a helpful, healthier state of mind to live in. So they'll do, they'll meditate in the morning then they get up and they go crazy all day long. And then they come home and they meditate again, rather than seeing the deeper point of that is that if you lived in a meditative state of mind all day long, you would have even more insight. So what happens is people get going so fast, they forget to meditate or they only meditate when they're on vacation because that's when they slow down enough to do it, right? Like I was telling a client the other day, I said, you know, most of the techniques in the world, people do only when they're on vacation. They don't actually do it when they're in the middle of going a million miles an hour in their life. So when we're searching outside of ourselves, we're looking for somebody to fix us. We're looking for something to do that'll fix us. It's, it's that outside in thing that there's something to fix about us, A, and that somebody else has got to do it or something else has got to do it rather than really us taking responsibility for our state of mind and being curious on how to get back to our true self, how to get back to that feeling of peacefulness, that feeling of secure. It's funny, I had a client recently who had pursued a number of programs, you know, and a lot of them were focused on the same thing that inside out world that we focus on. But, you know, she had just in this, this will help you, this will help you, you know, she really read the brochures and go, yeah, this is what I need. And as long as she was thinking of it that way, like, this is what I need. Uh, she's coming to the program with the idea that there's something there that she will get, you know, that will be given to her and it'll help her sort of like if the doctor gives me this pill and I take it, I'll feel better. And, and she wasn't feeling any better. As a matter of fact, she was feeling worse because she was down on herself because she'd done all these wonderful things and it had changed her. And uh, she gave up on herself, really. And then somebody uh, suggested that she call me, and she did. But she was kind of like, I, I, you probably can't help me and I'm not expecting much. But, you know, basically, you know, you don't charge that much. I'll just do it. she paid thousands of dollars for all this previous stuff she'd done and so I you know I was like okay let's give it a shot so after the first session I remember I was listening to her you know and I said well did you ever have an insight in it while you were doing any of these programs did you ever have an insight and she said what's an insight and I thought well there's the problem 
you know, because she was looking for not the insight, but the wise words that she could write down. She was taking notes on everything. And she actually was referring to some of her old notes while she was talking to me. And then I went to this program and they told me this, this, and this. And I'm like, you know, the thing about it is, is the notes are dead. They're somebody else's already thought thoughts. And they're not your thoughts. And they're not your insight. They're not your wisdom talking to you. It's somebody else's wisdom that talked to them. And now they're explaining it to you. And she's like, well, I don't think I have wisdom. And I said, well, that's arrogant. And she said, what do you mean that's arrogant? I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, this, I'm this poor soul. I don't have wisdom. And I said, no, you'd be the one exception to the human race. You know, the person that got lost and didn't get something. And that just isn't how it works. We all have wisdom. Everybody, you know, everybody, even people that you think are stupid have wisdom. They just don't know it. And she's like, well, where is it? Why hasn't it helped me? And I said, because you're not, you're not looking for it. You're looking for other people's ideas. When you look inside yourself for your own wisdom, you'll see it. And, and I, I honestly spent three of the five sessions that we had just getting her to quiet down enough that every once in a while she'd stop trying to write notes and think about what I was saying and just reflect. And she finally did really get quiet. And um, fortunately, the following week, she and her husband went on vacation. So when she came back to the next week session, she was still in a good state of mind. You know, they had a really nice vacation. And, um, and she was really listening. And all of a sudden, in, in our next to the last session, because we were only going to do five, in the next to the last session, she suddenly said, oh, oh, wait, oh, wait, I'm... I'm doing it to myself and I don't know that I'm doing it to myself. So I'm thinking these programs aren't helping me, but it's because I'm not helping me. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's great. And, and it's kind of like, well, why didn't you tell me that? And I was like, what good would it have done for me to tell you that? You know, I said, you just had this moment I've been describing to you when you see it. And it's so clear to you in your own words. I might not have put it that way. And, and she just became a changed person. And we had one more session and she's like, I'm not doing any more of this stuff. I'm, I'm fine. I'm just going to have a good life. And I said, great. Wonderful. And yeah, that, the thing is, it's so, it's so simple when you see it. And it's so hard to grasp if you don't start yeah. for it. Yeah. So even people that do the kind of work we're talking about, looking at how the inside out Inside creates the outside, you know, the three principles. I found, I got on somebody's website, there's like three different um, titles for this work now, stuff I'd never even heard of. It's like, oh my gosh. But um, people that are looking in this direction are still being affected by psychology because they're trying, they think this is a new thing. This is going to make me feel better. This is going to do it for me. No, it's not. So you hear this kind of, people will say, well, I know it's my thinking, but... Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, but da, da 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 da. And that's a clue that you don't know you're thinking. Because what's happening is you're thinking about your thinking in that moment. And that's why you have to really listen. And you have to see that the answers have to come to you rather than come from your ability to process things. So, you know, it's like that's, I mean, that. how often do we hear that? I know this is all thinking, but 
Well, no, that's really not what we're talking about at all. As soon as the word but comes in, we know we're, we're on the wrong track here. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's like that woman that you were talking about. Like she, she missed the whole point about her being what she's looking for. Yeah. That not she's having it already. Yeah, she has it already. And that's what she is. She can't not be. She can't. Right. And, and that's, isn't that beautiful when you think about it? Isn't it just beautiful that we're born with the ability to heal all the rest of our lives? With that beautiful innate health that's a part of us, it's, it's our birthright, it's in us. And yet we also have the free will to override it. Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is learn what overriding it feels like and stop doing that. You know? And it's, it's that simple, but it's really for people that have, have gone pretty deep into their intellect trying to solve problems, it looks hard. Don't, don't be desert, deceived is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. And if you're one of those people that is a yes butter, come join our group. Yeah. You know, we've got, we've got the program. It's tw- twice a week, um, Wednesdays and Thursdays, at times when most people in the universe can get there. I mean, some of the people from India can't aren't going to make it. But um, it's at a time when just about everybody could come. So if other, yeah. yeah, to one or the other. So just like don't give up on yourself and don't give in to the yes buts because that's just your intellect trying to find something and know something that it doesn't need to be worried about. It's you trying to figure out how to be happy rather than seeing that that's inside of you. And then that will give you the guidance you need. It's inside of you. So every Wednesday, every Thursday, eight o'clock Hawaii time, that's, Two o'clock in the afternoon, East Coast time. Thursdays, it's um, one o'clock in the afternoon, Hawaii time, and seven p.m. East Coast time. Yeah. So if you're in the in Europe or whatever, just come on and join us. And it and if you're if you're thinking that somehow you're different, that you're special, that somehow you've you've been told by some therapist you can't get over whatever it is your your trauma or the way that you are, that's just not true. And the potential is there. Don't give up on yourself, but just take another look. Yes. And we'll see you uh, next week with a new podcast. Next week. Aloha. Take care. We hope you heard something new and that you will continue to join us to challenge the prevailing thinking about the possibilities for health in everyone. To subscribe to the podcast, visit our website at psychologyhasitbackwards.com. 